Well, Happy New Year, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you again to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, if you're listening to me, he's been merciful to you. He has allowed you to see a new year, a new day. And for that, we give him thanks and we give him praise. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the listeners. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon them and I declare and I decree over them that this will be a prosperous year. This will be a year of divine health in the name of the Lord Jesus. This will be a year of prosperity in the name of the Lord Jesus. This will be a year of consistency in prayer for them. By your grace and by your mercy, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is a year of awakening, awakening of the spirit man, awakening of the soul. Let them be awakened, Father, even this year, Father. Let it be an awakening, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, I was asking the Lord what was on his heart for this year. And my part in this, he told, told me it'll be the rise of God's government. The rise of God's government. And he began to show me, you know, I live in Mobile, Alabama. He began to show me that God is going to awaken the pastors and the, the leaders in this city, even the prayer warriors in, in this city, to begin to pray apostolic, uh, apostolically. He was doing it last year, but it's continuing on until this year. The Lord is interested in us occupying until he come. And he's awakening the leaders to begin to operate more in unity, to slow the murder rate and crime in general in the city of Mobile, Alabama. You're going to see alliances. You're going to see people uh, um, coming together. People that's not even born again are already doing it. And you're going to see the, the Christian community begin to, to take their place and begin to understand that they have a say-so in the affairs of the city. Now, God's been doing this on a smaller scale, but it's going to expand. The ones who already know about this and know about God's heart, keep praying that God will bring even more people to the revelation that we're supposed to pray apostolically and not be separated by denominations and things of that sort, differences in doctrine. But we're supposed to be unified. God is calling for the for the for the Christians to be unified in prayer for a specific goal. His goal for the city is to slow the murder rate and crime in general. And his and and, and to have prosperity. In other words, how to how the crime rate and all that slowed down so that the ministry can begin to get more people born again. Because people can't get born again if the atmosphere is not right. So as the atmosphere of prayer began to fill the city, it's going to make the atmosphere conducive to people beginning to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. How many understand that? If you're in an atmosphere where everybody's uh, smoking weed, you might not smoke weed. 
But if you be in the atmosphere long enough, you one day you're going to try it. And one day you're going to join up with the atmosphere that you are a part of. That's why when, you, when people are being raised, a good parent don't want their kid to hang out with the wrong crowd. Why? Because the, the wrong crowd is an atmosphere. And if you're in the wrong atmosphere, the atmosphere is going to conduct you into that world. If everybody in your world drink alcohol, very few make it out of that without coming an alcoholic because you begin to take on the spirit that you are surrounded by. Well, the, in order to change the atmosphere, we have to pray into the atmosphere and everybody is important. Don't think that you're not important. When we had a little girl get killed, not, not far from where I live. And when the little girl got killed, I saw a Greek fraternity. Um, one of those college fraternities, the men who was in that fraternity, all of them got together. It was on Fox 10 News in the city. And they began to walk the streets on behalf of peace. Well, prayer warriors must do the same. The, the blood of that girl, you remember one time it said the blood of Abel cried, cried to the Lord. He asked Cain, where's your brother? And Cain said, am I my brother's keeper? We are our brother's keeper. And the blood of that little girl was crying out. And a Greek fraternity, you know, has sense enough that they need to walk the streets crying for peace. Well, much more when you find the Christian men and women walking the streets for peace, praying in the neighborhoods, declaring God's government. This is the year of the of the of the God's government, the rise of God's government and the spreading of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So let, let's go to Luke. Let me let me uh, put the word of the, uh, the scripture with this word of the Lord. In Luke uh, 19. And at verse 12, it says, and he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. Now, this parable is speaking about Jesus. Jesus is talking about himself. He is a he is the nobleman. He, and he went into a far country, which is our country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he came here, anointed some people, went back to heaven, right? And then, pardon me, and, and, and then it says, um, he called and he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, occupy till I come. So God has came down He's given us his name. Jesus has given us his name. In Matthew, the 10th chapter, he sent them out two by two, and he told them to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely give, for you freely receive. And he said, when you go to a house, salute that house, and if they receive you, let your peace fall upon that house. So we got to let the peace of God, if they receive us, fall upon this city. How many understand that? We got to heal the people in this city. We got to cast out devils. And I'm talking about regional spirits. I'm speaking apostolically now over regions. We got to drive the regional spirits out of your city, whatever city you're in, whatever city you're listening to. If, you, if you're not organized in this thing, you start by yourself first. Drive them out of your neighborhood. 
You can control your neighborhood. God has given you authority over your neighborhood to bind principalities. You simply say, I bind the spirit. If there's a lot of stealing, you say, I bind the spirit of stealing in my neighborhood. If, if there's a lot of uh, uh, contention and strife, I bind the spirit of contention and strife. You cannot operate in my next door neighbor's house. You cannot operate on the north, south, east, and west. Demonic powers, you cannot operate in my atmosphere. You cannot operate in my space. You cannot operate in my city. You cannot operate in my neighborhood. I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I say, let God's kingdom come. So he sent the disciples out and he gave them power. Power against unclean spirits. Power to heal the sick. In one place, he said, behold, I've given you power uh, uh to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So if murder is high in the city, it's our fault. If murder is going on in your neighborhood, it's the Christian man's fault because God will allow what you allow. Now, God is awakening us to understand that we have the spiritual authority to control what goes on in our neighborhood. We have the spiritual authority to control what goes on in our home, to control what goes on in our city, to control what goes on in our state, to control what goes on in our country. But before we worry about who the president is and what's going on in these different nations, first we need to pray for our home, for our neighborhoods, for our city. I ain't saying you don't pray for those other things, but we got to get the city under control first. So God gave us power and he told us to occupy till he come. I got a lot to say. I'll say more tomorrow. I'm out of time. Be blessed.